It's your old pal, Dreaded Challenger, right here, coming at you with another podcast I'm excited to bring you today. This past weekend, May 5th through May 7th, was Texas Showdown 2017, and what an event it was. Lots of great tournaments, lots of great games being played, and lots of amazing, amazing players. I got to tell you, the atmosphere was electric, and it was bigger than ever. It moved locations to the Hilton down uh, off of Post Oak in the Galleria area of Houston. It was beautiful. So many people came out to watch all of the amazing talent that came in from all across the, the country, from all across the globe, really. And I was just fortunate enough to get in there and uh, get interviews with a, a couple of the players there. We had some notable names that I was very, very happy to interview. We got some great interviews some great sound bites for you, and we're just going to play them right here. First of all, we have a local player by the name of Moe. Uh, he actually had history with the new Challengers. We actually played him in a tournament at Space City Comic Con back in 2016. He took first place. I was a runner-up. But, yeah, he had some good insights as a local Texas player. Uh, then we had a Penguin, who was doing a lot of commentary for the weekend in Street Fighter V. Uh, he actually has a web series out called Two Minute Tutorials. So kind of in the same vein of what we do, and you know, I asked him about his commentary and, and about his uh, about you know his view on gaming. Next, I was very fortunate to get an interview with Ultra David and James Chen together. Make Ultra Chen, which is the legendary commentary crew that has done so many big events. So James Chen had uh, an, an amazing insight into the FGC, and uh, you know, he gave a lot of good insight of what he's been seeing. Then after that, I got some great interviews with the likes of Smug, who would actually go on to take the uh, Street Fighter V tournament, both the Red Bull Proving Grounds and the, the Capcom Pro Tour events. Uh, it, was, it was a pretty amazing match he had with Snake Eyes, who I also got an interview with. Uh, Snake Eyes, you know, a notable Zangief player, just a, an amazing interview as well. Uh, we got some, some interviews with some other champions as well, so we got, you know, not only Smug, but... Uh, we got the champion of the King of Fighters 14 tournament all the way from Mexico. It was a player named Paco, uh, you know, and he had his, his friend Vicio, who actually placed uh, seventh in the tournament, I believe, to translate for us. But yeah, he came all the way up to Mexico to drag some sclounts and some King of Fighters 14. And I got to tell you, that gameplay was amazing. Uh, if you can go back and catch the, the grand finals of, of King of Fighters 14 at Texas Showdown 2017, it'd be well worth your while. It was some crazy play, um, and I was fortunate enough to get an interview with him. I also got to uh, talk to uh, Kizzy K, who will go to win not just Guilty Gear, uh, Zerg Re- Revelator, but also Blaze Blue. He took both of those tournaments, and he was super excited to sit down and talk with me about that uh, experience. Uh, other veteran players that I got to talk to were Yipes. You know, he's been all over. He was, you know, expressing his love for Marvel 2. I got to talk to K. Brad about esports. Um, K. Brad was, uh, had some great insight about why he really loved Street Fighter. And then the one and only the legendary 
Justin Wong. He had some great information about his years of experience in the fighting game community. Anyway, I really hope you enjoy this podcast. So without further ado, here goes Texas Showdown 2017. What's up, everybody? It's your buddy Dreaded. I'm here with uh, an old friend of mine, Moe, who's uh, who just finished up in pools in the Street Fighter Tournament here at Texas Showdown 2017. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, man. All right. If, if, if y'all don't know, uh, Dreaded and, and Angry, uh, uh, we have history with Moe back at... Uh, uh, Space City Comic Con back in 2016. He uh, he drags me up for first place at that uh, at that event. But man, it's good to see you, man. How's how's everything been? Man, everything's great, man. Just uh, growing with the scene in Houston. It's been awesome. Isn't it getting a lot bigger? It is definitely a lot more tournaments, uh, a lot more exciting stuff going down. That's great, man. That's great. What are you what are you thinking about the competitive season this year and, and how much it's grown? Man, it's it, there's so much competition out there. It's it's hard to uh, get a get a grip for everybody. There's so many people that have made a name for themselves in this game. It's amazing. That's awesome, man. So so you are you having to raise your game up because there's so many uh, top level competitors around there? Well, I think that's the reason my game has been getting better because there's so many good people out there. Uh, it's great to come out and meet the competition and you know level up with them. That's awesome, man. So what 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 are your um. What are your practice uh, uh, habits like? What, what are you doing today, to, every day, to level yourself up? Well, really, I, I like to play with the locals. So you know, um, usually I just text, I text the guys, and we meet up at a place called Game Brothers in Laporte, and we usually meet up there and we just have some casuals. You know, I like to play person to person. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's it's really important to keep those scenes. You know, you just can't you can't live off online. Yeah, no, you can't at all. No, not at all, not at all. So you're pretty excited about this tournament. What what do you expect from yourself? Well, you know, I already went through pools. I went two and two. Um, it was a very tough pool. A lot of Karen players, but I'm excited to get out of here and get some casuals with some of the uh, some of the guys I don't see very often. That'd be awesome, man. That'd be awesome, man. So the scene's growing. You got it's on television now. Yeah. Uh, you excited for what's to come? Uh, yeah, man. I'm heading to Evo this year. Uh, so really, I'm just trying to get as much as much practice as I can. Uh, to make a good showing at Evo, but um, awesome man, it's been great. Great. Okay, last question: What do you have? What do you see on the fighting game horizon that you're most excited about? Man, E League's been great, man. Um, I, I think the publicity is, is awesome for the game. Um, you know, Evo, Evo Japan, China is coming Japan, up in, 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 in Tokyo. Japan. Yeah, uh, that's coming up. It's just growing so much. So I'm excited to see what the next levels is, is for the game. Awesome, man. Moe, thanks a lot for your, for your time. Good luck in the rest of the tournament. All right, man. Appreciate so, it. All right. Here again, this time I have a, a commentator for Texas Showdown, Penguin. Yes, how sir. are you doing today, Penguin? I'm doing very well. Awesome. How are you enjoying this event, Texas Showdown 2017? It's nice. It's nice. The venue is great. The competition has been fun to watch, and it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. They're moving on up. We're here at the, the Hilton now in, uh, off of Post Oak in Houston. It's, it's moving up. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, uh, what... What uh, what fighting games are you commentating this time around? Um, I commentate Street Fighter Five mostly uh, and Street Fighter Four, but there's not very many tournaments for that anymore. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. phasing out. You know, mm-hmm. the new. Yeah. So you're seeing some pretty good competition out here. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Who, who are you looking for the most? Some I want, of the matchups. Is, who do I want to win? Not who do you want to win. Who are you look? Who are you most looking forward to see? Well, I'm a Fong player. Oh, excellent. I'm a Fong player, so I would like to see some Fong representation, but it's probably not going to happen. Um, I do enjoy watching Zangief. A lot. Oh, man. Um, some of the more exciting matches have been the Zangief matches. Chai Daddy and Snake Eyes both just 
like pulled the wool over their opponent's eyes and just slammed them repeatedly. Lots of fun to watch. Yes, I I, I repeatedly get get beat up by the Zangief players, the top level ones, man. Uh huh. So uh, you're a commentator. How long have you been doing that? Uh, I've been on the the kind of the southwestern bracket uh, commentary for about three years now. Uh, I've done. I'm actually also a tournament commentator for the subreddit, uh, the R Street Fighter subreddit. Excellent. Uh, the Monday Night Dumpster Fire. Um, Joe Monday and myself, we actually are the commentators for that. Uh, I've been doing that for about a year as well. So um, I guess all, all in all, like three years here. But I've done like random commentary jobs for other tournaments uh, in the past. Okay. So, Excellent. Excellent. Well, just two more minutes. Um, two minutes. <laughs> no. Uh, so, what do you think is the secret to good commentary? Because uh, we've t- we've discussed on previous podcasts, like a good commentator for streams and tournaments is kind of like an ambassador to the game for mm-hmm. everybody else watching. What do you think is the good secret to uh, to kind of like performing at that, like and, and giving the good information? Uh, to be knowledgeable of the players, to be knowledgeable of the game itself and all of the characters, um, to not be biased in your commentary, to maintain. Um, a level of professionalism where people can find you to be respectable, to not be annoying. Not to be annoying. To not try too hard. Like, sometimes you gotta let the pun go, or you gotta let the joke, you gotta let the joke go away because sometimes you're forcing it and you're killing, you're killing your, your reputation sometimes. Yeah, that, absolutely, absolutely. Well, we do enjoy, you know, listening to your, your commentary on the streams and everything like that. Um, what's next for you and what do you see coming down the line in the fighting game community that you're most excited about? Um, I like so there was a leak of the new character Ed Ed um, I saw the up close photos of him but did, wasn't very impressed he looked kind of lame and then I saw the <laughs> uh, the full body photos uh, of the character um, from the feet up and he looks awesome he actually looks really awesome so that's going to be cool I want to see more of that um, the I want to see what season 2.5 is going to do to the to the balance of the game. A lot of people are right now are complaining of Balrog being maybe a little too strong, um, Yurian being a little too strong, Laura being too strong, and so um, the balance patch is going to kind of reel those characters in a bit. So hopefully we'll see more variation um, in tournament play. That's probably going to be that that might be what I'm most excited. Yeah, that's a big thing. I remember after season one, there was a lot of changes. You saw a lot of people, a lot of players' stock rise and fall just based mm-hmm. on those patches. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely interested to see that. Interested to see some actual Ed gameplay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because they always do a good job of making this character look really hype every time they come out. All right. Well, thanks for uh, sitting, you know, your time, and uh, yeah, no look forward to listening to you more. All right, thank you very much. You're very welcome. Here we are again at Texas Showdown. I'm here with the one and only James Chen. Thank you so <laughs> much for uh, uh, sitting down with us. How have you been? How's the tournament shaping up so far? Uh, I've been doing good. Um, I, I showed up here this year, so I missed Texas Showdown last year. But I heard it was the same as venue as it was two years ago. And um, the change from what it was two years ago to what it is this year is huge. Like, this venue was ridiculous. And, like, the area, it's, it's really nice. And they've really stepped the game up. And it makes me super happy to see, because I always know Texas Showdown was one of the original elite tournaments. Right and on. to see... Where to see it getting back to that level makes me super happy, super excited, especially for Javi and Chris, you know, because I know they put a lot, you know, they put a lot of effort into it early on. It kind of had that down period that we don't speak about. And then (laughs) uh, now it's back, I feel like, to getting a lot of the prestige that it had in the past. Awesome. I know they've been doing a lot of hustling, getting this thing back up to what it was. And uh, it's 
Man, it's fantastic. This venue out here on Post Oak at the Hilton is, is, is really nice. Yes. And it's packed out. There's a lot of people here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And what do you think about the just the level of overall talent, not just here in Texas and in Houston, but uh-huh. across the country as the games, the gaming scene is involved? Well, I mean, the craziest thing, like, I never thought in... I never thought I would actually be... <laughs> What's going on, bro? What's going on? He's a popular man. <laughs> I, I never would have been able to thought that I would be able to say that the best player on the planet right now is from the United States. You know, and that's Isn't that the crazy? Case. Yeah, and it's the case right now. But at least not, not anytime soon I thought I would be able to say something like that. But, right. the, but it's, it's, it's happening right now. And so the level of competition right now for Street Fighter V... And for most games, actually, is pretty ridiculous at this point. So, um, it's it's exciting to see. I, I tell the story a lot, but there was one point in time where I legit thought that it was like 2008, actually, when Evo was kind of like it was like the first Evo I went to where I felt like it felt like the attendance dropped. Mm. It was like the only year I can actually ever recall that it felt that way, and it was just. You didn't see any new faces. Everybody there was the same people that you've seen before. And I honestly thought, like, at that point in time, I was like, this is the beginning of the end at this point. You know, we're not getting any new players or whatever. And now the fact that, like, some of the best players we have are, like, Knuckle Dude, who's, like, 21, and Punk, who's, like, 18, and Smug, who's, like, 21 or 22 or something like that. Like, the fact that the age is so good for these players shows me that... Not only is it cool that the level of talent is getting higher, but our future is fine. <laughs> you Absolutely. Know, we, we are not going to be uh, missing any uh, young players up and coming at all. And it's exciting to me to see it kind of grow this way, to, to see the turnaround from 2008 immediately starting with Street Fighter 4 in 2009 to where it's gotten now. In 2008, if you told me that less than 10 years later we would have an Evo at Mandalay Bay I, in, in, the, uh, in the big giant stadium, I would have laughed at you. Right on. But it happened, and it's, it's amazing. Yeah, you're pretty excited for that event? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Always. And now you have things like E-League. Yes. Uh, hosting, you know, Street Fighter V. I'm watching the NBA Finals, and they're, they're, they're talking about, don't miss. Yeah. And they're like, what? You know, the, yeah. the, the Street Fighter Street Fighter V E-League. So, you know, it's just getting to, a, like, almost like new levels of national, con- you know, consciousness. Right. Is that exciting for you? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Because the thing about it is I've been playing Street Fighter for so long, and, and the thing that always makes me sad is that people don't realize how much talent it takes to be good at fighting games, right? And so, again, this is something that I've talked about a lot. It's when you watch a sports center highlight and you see LeBron James dribble through like seven people and dunk on them and everything like that, even if you don't like basketball, even if you've never played basketball, you'll see that and you'll go like, wow, that was amazing. Or you'll assume like this is obviously this guy is really skilled and he's really talented or he's just strong or, or something, right? But Fighting games and video games in general still have that kind of stigma, like it's just button mashing. Like, mm-hmm. oh wait, there's actually skill in these kind of things. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. And and by getting it more into the public conscious, by having people understand, you know, the more it gets into the public conscious, the more people understand that it really does take talent to play these games. And that's the most exciting thing to me. Not even necessarily that you know, oh, it's bigger, it makes more money, and you know, whatever. Like to me, it makes it me happy because. 
that just means the players who are super good at this will be more recognized for being super good at it, you know? Exactly. So you can praise these guys more. So when you see someone like a Punk or a Knuckledew or like a Momochi or, or anybody like doing really well, you will actually say to yourself, like if you see a highlight, you're like, wow, this guy did something really cool. You Absolutely. know, and that's that's the part that's most exciting for me. Outstanding, man. Well, one last question, man. What do you see on the horizon that's coming up in fighting games that you're the most excited about, whether it be a new game or a, a new event coming up? Right. What do you uh, think? I mean, obviously, it's very exciting for... Oh, what's up, Broly? Uh, obviously, it's very exciting for MVCI, right? I mean, right. Because that could potentially be the next really big thing, yeah. but... When's Marvel? Later yeah. this year. <laughs> exactly. Later this year. Um, I'm excited about Injustice because I know Warner Brothers has done a lot of support for their games. Mortal Kombat, I mean, Sonic Fox paid for his college <laughs> with that game, right? So, you know, like, yeah. it's exciting to see that kind of situation. But, you know, honestly, for me personally, it's all about Guilty Gear Rev 2 right now. Mm. Like, I'm so hyped. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> like I said, he's the man about town. <laughs> I'm super hyped for Guilty Gear because that's like, Exert is like my favorite fighting game right now. Like, nice. Yeah, without question. I just think that that game is fantastic. I love the game. And, you know, it's tough because between all the games that we talk about, I feel like it kind of has the least developer support here in the U.S. Right. out of them all. I hope that changes soon. I, I, like I said, I just love that game unconditionally pretty much at this point. Almost kind of like unfairly biasedly so, I love that game. But, you know, Rev 2 is coming out. Biken's in there again. Oh, God, I'm so happy about Biken. Very nice. Um, so, like, I'm just... I, I can't wait to see what's happening with that game. And I know, like, for example, that Combo Breaker coming up, it's the second most entered game, you know, and stuff awesome. like that. Like, I, I'm, and I know a lot of players, like Dominion, Mike Ross, Gutex, these guys are trying to get into the game recently and everything. So I, I, I'm, I'm excited about the future for Guilty Gear and seeing what it can accomplish because I just feel like it's just such a great game. And, um, I, I want more people to play it. So. Absolutely, I I, I'm, I downloaded the demo. I got mm -hmm. I got one of the older ones. I'm trying mm -hmm. to get into it. You know, with animators, there the anime fighters can be a little daunting. Yes, it's, yeah. it's not uh, it's clear cut. It's a, it's a you know Street Fighter <laughs> right. tool, but uh -huh. but they're definitely. I think they need to get more shine. They're it's it's interesting because they have a lot of systems, and so it is kind of daunting to get in there. But yeah, please. I stopped halfway through getting my master's degree in Blaze Blue. Just, <laughs> so many classes, yeah, man, yeah. high level. <laughs> but you know, I mean, just just sit down and start playing it, and it'll start making sense yes. after a while. And it, it's hard, and it'll take time. And honestly, there are tiers of things to learn in Guilty Gear. Like when you first start, just don't even worry about dust combos. Like just don't even bother. Like don't worry about instant blocking right away. All these things are crucial and you will have to learn them eventually to be competitive but you can take your time you can play guilty gear with other people at your level or slightly higher without worrying about a lot of the super high level stuff and then those things come with time you know what i mean it's absolutely there's definitely a level of progression that you can have when you play that game awesome man yeah we're definitely looking forward to that we're looking forward to hearing more uh, your commentary here on all these events coming up. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for your time, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll be hearing you on the on the streams yeah. and on the television. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Hey guys, it's uh, it's here, dreaded again. I'm I'm standing here with the one and only Smug. 
Hello, uh, how's it going? All right, he's getting ready for top eight here at the Texas Showdown. How are you feeling? I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling all right. Good deal. Good deal. I know you're you're just you know getting in the mind, the mind space to do this top eight. Uh, how are you feeling? And how do you how do you keep yourself mentally fresh, ready to go? Uh, you know for the for the top I just, eight. I just be fully aware and fully prepared for every match that I am about to play. Awesome, man. So, mm-hmm. Well, great. So. What's your what's your preparations like? You know, in the time between tournaments, you know, going here and there. I know you do a lot of events mm-hmm. around. How do you keep yourself fresh? Just pretty much uh, getting sleep. Pretty much getting sleep. It makes me uh, play a lot better. When I don't like going into like a match feeling tired, I don't I don't feel like I play at my my full potential. Awesome, man. Definitely, like that the health and wellness is is, is key. It keeps to stay mentally fresh, right? Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, uh, I mean, I've enjoyed watching uh, all your matches up until now. But what, how are you feeling about this this season of Street Fighter? Like, what do you think about Street Fighter Five? You really enjoying it? Yeah, I'm really enjoying it, and I feel like that uh, I have a lot of opportunities reaching my way. So I'm definitely taking advantage to it in season two. Very cool, man. Very cool. Well, hey, any uh, any advice for any up and coming uh, player who might want to take it to the next level? Of course, yeah. Travel. If you travel, the more you play in tournaments the more comfortable you're going to be because there's a lot of good talent out there but they just don't get to travel so if they travel i understand they're really good but they're just really nervous because they never travel they never been on stage but the more you travel the more comfortable you're going to feel you know that's exactly where i came from i remember my first tournament i was so nervous uh hopping on the stage you know, so yeah, that, those bright lights, man. Yeah, you yeah. Get, you yeah. getting used to them now? I, I'm used to it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, last question though, because now you got even brighter lights. You got with this elite going on. How's that been like? Tell tell everybody how that's been like. How's that, it been different? That really changed my life because in elite, I've never been on TV, television before. Right on. And I had family watching because before uh, I told my family that you know I played Street Fighter competitively, and I just felt like they were too proud or they probably just didn't support me as much but when i told them that i was on tv they definitely uh tuned into tbs right on. and i just told um my parents my grandparents everybody and you know watching me on tv they really uh, appreciated me a lot more and i felt really uh i felt better about myself I felt more confident in myself that i felt like i made it you know right on well i've definitely been enjoying watching that uh, well, I, you know, enjoy, enjoy watching you, you on all the streams of all the tournaments. So we appreciate you taking your time. Thank you. All right, good luck with top eight. Thank you, thank you. Wish me luck. All right, I'm here with the one and only Snake Eyes, Daryl Lewis. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing amazing. I made top eight, and I'm ready to grind some Zangief. <laughs> all right, all right. You know, I know the longest time you've been you've been repping Zangief to the fullest. Um, it's been and, done. Yeah. I, it's been doing really well. How are you feeling about this season? Um, well, I've I've made top eight about twice, I want to say. I came close to making top eight at a few earlier tournaments in the season, and you know, Zangief got a lot better, and I picked up Akuma. I had to add you know, a mobile character to my arsenal, so I feel really confident in having a strong team. You know, Zangief and Akuma, that's kind of my squad right now, but Overall, I feel I feel really great about it, and I feel like I'm you know making progress and starting to understand things a little, a little bit better. Awesome, man! You, you mentioned the the value of a good team. Now, uh, it, I know it's important when you have a character such as Agnes to have like that strong pocket character. Yeah. So. Um, you know, do you really study the matchups? Do you really uh, uh, study those ahead of time so that you know what to expect coming forward when you like when to bring them out? Um, you know what? Sometimes, uh, you know, when you transition from top 32 to top 16 and it's really fast, sometimes you don't really have a lot of time to uh, study the matchup. You know, but right on. in terms of uh, you know being at home and training, of course, yeah, I, I'm always like trying to figure out new ways 
to get around, you know, Barog and uh, yeah. know, Aura and all those top tier characters. And even even Zangief in the mirror match, you know, or even like Akuma against Zangief because you know if I went, if I ever wanted to pull that out, it would definitely be an option for me. So I wanted to, you know, have the information before time. Um, but but yeah, I feel generally I feel like um, I feel like it's 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 all coming together sorta, and I I hope I can continue to push. Like I am now. Well, I definitely look forward to seeing what you can do in this top eight here at Texas Showdown. Um, you know, Texas Showdown is getting a lot bigger. I don't know if you were here. I don't believe you were here last year at Houston. Um, but um, I actually wasn't here. Okay, yeah. yeah um, but, you know, explain to me. Like, I know you've traveled to Japan. Mm-hmm. You've trained over there. Oh, yeah. You see the scene is getting stronger over here. Yeah. Am I correct? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, so tell me what you're seeing about uh, with these American players and, and, and what's... What's the difference? Like, what's going on? Well, so there was a weird transition that Japan just made. So a lot of pe- a lot of players aren't going to arcades. They're instead they're playing at home and they're going to like uh, you know uh, like get-togethers or like gaming lounges with a bunch of setups to play. So it's kind of their transition is kind of like ours. You know, where uh, instead of that, t- that instead of that arcade only uh, uh, you know place that they go to, it's like a like a golf or like a Texas or sorry like like a like an arcade mixed with like a like a bowling alley or something like that, you know. Okay, like, I gotcha. Yeah, so that's where they play at now and, and it's not as frequent and they get a lot less practice in. But mm. but the thing is their online is still ridiculously good. So I mean they can just chill at home and play anyone they please. Right on. Um, as far as our scene, I feel like we're getting a lot better. I mean you're starting to see a lot of a lot of Americans, you know, making top eight or making I mean uh, you know, coming in first place actually. And it's, it's amazing to see that the gap is starting to close, you know? And with that gap starting to close, a lot of other Americans are starting to believe that they have what it takes to be able to um, to be able to make top eight or first place, too. So the confidence levels here are, like, off the charts right now. You know, every, everyone thinks they're a god, and um, <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's really fun to see. Everyone's, like, coming after me, talking about they have the best thing even. You know, saying, you know, talking about Itabashi and all, you know. And it's really interesting because all it is is, uh, you know, passion and um, them just being hungry to win. And that's what the game, I feel like, is all about. That's what the FGC is all about because um, that's kind of how it was back in the arcades. Only it was, it was a little little, little rough around the edges. But right. uh, at the end of the day, people just wanted to figure each other out. And that's what it came down to. Man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we're definitely looking forward to... Uh to seeing more what's next on the horizon I know you have your, you know Evo's coming up you've got this continuing E-League isn't that crazy yeah yeah um, Yeah, E-League is amazing Like, yeah tell me about that experience like yeah, how's that changed for you yeah E-League um, so we haven't had a so the, the first TV uh, company we've had picked the FGC up I believe was ESPN at Evo right and it was on know, ESPN that, too I remember that that, that yeah. just kind of opened a lot of doors now you have E-League with TBS and you know, I just I was randomly in a bar and I saw that on TV and I was just like, man, this is this is real, you know? This is <laughs> this is what we've wanted and now it's here. So what's the next? Uh, what's the uh, next step? And it's just amazing to see that you can set goals and then hit them and then keep pushing forward in your own niched, or I don't want to say niche, but in your own unique way. Yeah. Um, because you know the FGC is a lot different than these other uh, esports genres, but. Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like that was an amazing opportunity for us because you know we've been playing for so long and we've been you know really positive with the community and the game and trying to trying to like push the game for other people to play. So it's it's definitely a deserved opportunity. 
Awesome, man. And we just want to, you know, keep pushing. Yeah, definitely. There's more to come. The best is yet to come. Yeah, definitely. So, um, last question. I'm going to switch it. Get real technical with you. Okay. Zangief is seeing a lot of changes coming changes. up. Yeah. He's got a perplexing counter that only hits certain, certain horizontal, horizontal kicks. kicks. Yeah. He's got his headbutt back. Yep. I think it does like 300 stun, <laughs> uh, along with some other stuff. Right. How do you think that's going to change the Zangief meta, mm-hmm. and how are you going to prepare for that? And, and what do you think is going to affect the matchups? Well, you know what? That counter is actually a very specific thing to do. Like, not a lot of characters have horizontal kicks, you know? Maybe it's slightly angled, or maybe it's like, it looks uh, horizontal, but it's not. Yeah, and, or know, they play Balrog. Or they play Balrog <laughs> and have no kicks. Right. Um, but and, and that's interesting. But, um, yeah, I feel like... I feel like... Um, that's going to be a very character-specific thing, and it's, it's probably going to change up, like, the Kami, Karen, you know, all those characters who kind of have really fast, quick, like, kick attacks that keep Zangief at that sweet spot range. Mm. I feel like he's going to be able to deal with that a little better. But I do also feel like it's a little random. It's, it's, I, I don't know if it's random yet, because I haven't, I haven't played with it, so I don't want to give, like, a... Like an opinion like that about it, right? It's all but speculative just, at this point. Yeah, yeah. My <laughs> speculation is that it's a bit random, but at this point, you know, Zangief, Zangief is kind of that kind of character where he starts getting in and starts to gamble, you know. And yeah. if he hits one of those gambles, he, he profits. Yeah. And, and <laughs> well, he's got a lot of health bar to gamble. Yeah, he got a lot yeah. of a lot of health to put on the line oh, and yeah, a lot definitely. to gain too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you taking the time out, and you know. Uh, uh, getting on the podcast, and oh, uh, sure. we definitely look forward to your performance here. We're looking forward to it. Oh, thanks a lot, thanks again. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's Dreaded again. I'm ha- standing here with the champion of King of Fighters 14 for Texas Showdown 2017, Paco, and his friend Vicio. Thank you so much for doing this interview. Um, we really appreciate it. Congratulations on your championship. Tell me, um, how are you enjoying King of Fighters 14, and, and what's the best part of this new game that you enjoy? Ah, disfruto mucho que SNK le ha invertido mucho tiempo y, y le ha invertido pues, en, en los cambios, en DLCs, que aún falta que los mejoren. Y la verdad, pues me ha gustado mucho el juego porque hay, aparte hay personajes nuevos y dos de ellos nos agarra yo. Uh, he's saying that uh, he's, really, uh, he's really loving the, the fact that SNK is really putting a lot of time into the game, uh, a whole lot of new, uh, new characters and, and a whole like new DLCs and some characters that need to be improved still a little bit. But he really, really likes what, what they're doing. That SNK is also like investing time and, and, and money and support for the community. Outstanding, outstanding. Now I know that the King of Fighters, um, uh, the competition of King of Fighters, is very strong in Mexico. It's one of the the best places for all the top players. What's it like as a, as, a, as a strong Mexican player to come to the United States and do really well in these tournaments? Do you enjoy traveling and do you enjoy the experience? Se siente muy bien porque aparte hasta en México pues no tenemos mucha como stream, que no hay mucho stream, entonces aquí por lo menos te vas a conocer de que existe Paco pues. Ahí en México es muy poco que se pueda ver ese tipo de casos. Yeah, the, the thing with Mexico, I mean, it feels really great to come to the United States and participate because in, uh, in the United States you get a lot of exposure. In Mexico, they don't have a lot of streaming happening, a lot of like uh, live stream. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, because in Mexico, you'll, 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 yeah, fine, you'll be a good player and, and you'll do well. But nobody's going to know who Paco is because there's like not, uh, nothing really to expose the great players of Mexico. Like they have to come and get exposed over here. Outstanding. Last question. 
Um, what what are your daily practice regimens to get to to make sure that you are at the top of your game? And how would you uh, uh, advise younger King of Fighters players to become their best? Este, para empezar King of Fighters la juego desde la 94. Siempre me ha gustado. Últimamente pues no tengo con quién jugar. Eh, juego mucho online. Pero practico mucho mis combos para no, para no dropear, practico mucho, entreno mucho con lo que son las cosas para safe jump, brincos, este, combos, para, pues, para no ponerme, inclusive hasta cuando me pongo nervioso, pues pueda no dropear esos combos. Well, he's saying that right now, um, he's played KOF since the beginning. So he's like a veteran KOF player, so we're talking about KOF 94, since 94. So he's been playing a lot of that. But lately, uh, right now, he doesn't really have a challenger or somebody who he can train uh, regularly with. Uh, he does play online, but he does do a lot of like solo training, a lot of like training mode. So he doesn't drop his combos at critical moments. So uh, basically, uh, just practice, 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 just like the, just like the great ones. Outstanding. Thank you so much, Paco, and thank you so much, Vicio. Uh, for the interview today. Again, congratulations. It was great to watch your matches. And we hope to see you on the streams at more tournaments in the future. He's going to be at Evo. At Evo. Outstanding. All right. Thank you so much. All right. This is Dreaded. I'm standing here with Kizzy K from California, fresh off of his championship run at uh, Texas Showdown 2017 with Guilty Gear Revelator. How are you feeling, man? Man, I'm feeling very stressed out. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to be done because uh, Grand Finals is one of the hardest fights that I had to fight today. Uh, and I had to fight him twice. So I was very, very, like, stressed out. And me and the person that was in um, Grand Finals, we go back to back. And usually when I play a uh, longer set with him, he always has a slight advantage or an upper advantage. Wow, so you got the upper hand of that rivalry this yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Man, that's awesome. I know the crowd was really into it. They were cheering you on. What's it like being on the big stage? Uh, honestly, the big stage is not really uh, an issue for me because when I was a little kid, I used to sing. So okay. singing on a big crowd is not really a, uh, you know, I, I guess the, the issues in my, in my nerves are, like, gone as a kid. So when I grew up and now I'm playing on a big screen, I'm just, like, I'm, I'm relaxed. I'm actually, I'm good. I'm more focused on fighting my opponent, what my opponent is thinking, more than what everybody else is thinking about. Outstanding, outstanding. I know it was, you know, a lot of people really enjoyed that top eight in the, in the grand finals. They were getting into it, man. Mm -hmm. So tell me about Revelator. How are you enjoying that game? Are you, you know, are you looking forward to the next big things? What, what is it about Guilty Gear that, that really, you really enjoy? Okay, so uh, about Revelator, Revelator is a, such an amazing game. I enjoy it so much. One of my favorite fighting games of all time. Uh, there's going to be a new patch coming out soon, yeah. uh, which is a new game. It's called Revelator 2, and I'm super stoked about that. I'm actually the most excited for the new changes. And I, um, it, it gives me time to sit in training mode and try new things with my new characters and also learn against other characters as well. Uh, one of the things that brought me into Guilty Gear as well is uh, the fact that one of my characters' um, name is Sin Kisuke. Uh, he was actually in a game that wasn't a fighting game. It was actually a strategy game. Right. And I love like real-time strategy games. So when he was in that game, and I was like, "Yeah, this is God. Like I love the series, right?" So when you when you play one of the series, you want to play the other series. So when I realized the other series is a fighting game, I'm like, "Oh wow, this is actually cool." So he wasn't in those other series of the fighting games, but the old school ones. Right. So I played his father, Kai Kiske. Okay. So I played Kai for a bit, and then when the new Guilty Gear Extra sign came out. I was like, oh, Sin is a playable character. This is my game. I have to play this game. <laughs> right. And that's how we just clicked. 
That's Literally, amazing. So you came over from Strategy Games Street, into Street Fighter. I, I came from Strategy Games, Street Fighter, oh, Street Fighter right. Four. I was a very, I was a huge, uh, uh, I was a guide player in Street Fighter Four. Right on. And I love Street Fighter as a series. So when Guilty Gear came out, I like to branch out on different games. I got you. And learn different uh, like formats and how games are played and implement the mind game in multiple games that I enjoy. See, that's awesome. See, you 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 game across multiple kind of yeah. titles, multiple genres, yes. all into one. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yes. Last question. Uh, um, if there was a, a like an avid fighting game player and he sees that Guilty Gear is getting all this love and press and it's and it's great, but it's just so different from Street Fighter, how would you approach bringing your game over? Uh, bringing my game over to somebody who's new? Yeah, to, for for like someone who's new to really get into Guilty into Gear. Guilty Gear. Well, the first thing I would tell them is to what kind of uh, what kind of design do you like? Uh, character design. So I got characters like who like to play very lame, very aggressive, knockdown heavy, where they summon like something that keeps them blocking, and they get to run high level mix up and stuff. You figure out what character you enjoy, what fits you, and then you go into tutorial mode. And the tutorial mode will uh, teach you the mechanics of the game that is strictly important, and in my opinion, one of the most strongest things in this in the um, in the whole Guilty Gear Revelator series. It's just the game mechanics alone. Right there's so much to worry for. Yeah. Um, and with that being said, after you do tutorial mode, go to training mode, go to challenge mode, and do your combos. Practice your combos because the combos are so important. And you have to practice that. And it's very, very hard. But once you get it down, then you go online and then you test out, like, matchups. And yeah. then when you get the matchups and learn the matchups, then you start getting the understanding of, like, what I need to do against here, what I, get to do, uh, what I need to do against there. And then the whole formula starts, like, combining together. So now you have, like... Two plus two is four, but then you have pi over here. But then now you gotta like like blend it together. Start doing I mean? calculus. Yeah, exactly. Wow, that sounds like that science right there. Yeah, I, I honestly think fighting games is almost like science. That's awesome, man. Well, we appreciate the time you're sitting down with us, man. Uh, congrats again exactly. on your champion. We look forward to seeing you fight more in the future, yes, man. Yes, I'm gonna be here for. All right, Kizzy K, ladies and gentlemen. All right, I'm here with IFC Yipes. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. What's going on? Man, we're doing great. Really enjoying this uh, this Texas showdown this year. Uh, how's it been for you, and uh, how's it like coming down to Houston? Well, it's my first time in Houston. Right I've on. been to Texas before, like Dallas and San Antonio, but uh, I always wanted to come to Texas showdown back in the day when Marvel 2 was big, but around the time I was working, so I couldn't call the days off. But uh, it's good to be out here now. You know, uh, me and Javi linked up at a Capcom Cup, and he told me if I wanted to come through, and I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> so he just brought me on, and here I am. Awesome, man. Awesome, man. Uh, explain, like, the scene of fighting games, not just Street Fighter, but all of the fighting games around here seems to be growing almost exponentially. Like, uh, what do you think that's the, the cause of that is, and, and how do you see things playing out in the future for, like, the, the scene in general? Well, I mean, a lot of more people are enjoying watching the game. So we're definitely trying to cater to the casuals to come in here and then just make that decision if they want to be competitive or not. I mean, it's, it, being just competitive in general is healthy, you know, because it's try, it makes you strive to be better and it just makes you a better person overall, you know. Yeah. But uh, I don't know exactly what it is, the, the, the resurgence of this that is just getting so big in esports. But uh, I just feel like people are just enjoying what they're seeing now more right. than ever. Right on, right on. I know you are a high-level player, okay. um, but you also commentate as well. I don't know. I think that's a that's a big part of it. Like you know, it's kind of like being a uh, being an ambassador to fighting games. Like, what's your what's your mindset um, when it comes to like calling these and on the streams and being a personality on the streams, talking to the people as as the action's going on? Well, I just I just have fun. You know, uh, a lot of people tell me they tend to tell me when they see me is like, yeah, I feel like uh, I'm just with the homies, just just on the couch, just 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 channel surfing and just talking some smack and just having some laughs. So. Uh, 
it's pretty cool that people are just comfortable with the style that I bring to the table. So, you know, it's a blessing. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, we do definitely enjoy it. it. It brings us all in. Tell me, right now, at this point, what's the most fun you're having with the, with any particular fighting game? You personally, if you could sit down and play any game with, with your with your you know, with your crew, what would you play right now? Like, what's your favorite? With my crew, I would have to say, like, my, my homies' homies from, like, back home would be, like, Marvel 2. Uh, Street Fighter 5, I only play it sometimes. I'll be in the lab. Like, it's pretty fun being in the lab with Urien. It's a lot yeah. of creativity with him in the, in the lab. Uh, but that's all I've been really playing. Every game that has came out so far to date, I've, I've always gave it, like, a month of my time. <laughs> and then uh, just to see if I like it. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Uh, anything on the horizon, specifically with Marvel? Are you looking forward to it? Do you have any thoughts on it? No, man. Uh, in terms of the th- uh, thoughts of the game, um, I'm just going to wait and, and, and just see, man. Because, uh, of course, I'm excited for the game to come out. It looks great, but I don't want to tease myself. I'd just rather wait for the game to drop completely before I even say anything. All right, man. So where, where can we uh, where can we be expecting you to come up next? Uh, what's, what's the big for Yipes in the future? So that's uh, Danger Room next, uh, next week. That's in Arizona. Um, Combo Breaker. All the NLBCs, you know, the, the usuals like CEO, Evo, I'll be to those. Awesome, man. Well, we appreciate you, you know, your time, and uh, we look forward to seeing what you got in the future. Yeah, no, for sure, man. Thank you, Thank man. you. All right, I'm here with K-Brad. How are you doing today, K-Brad? Pretty good, bro. How you doing? Man, I'm doing great, man. How, how's your trip down to Houston happening, and uh, what do you think of Texas Showdown so far? Uh, it's always nice to come to Houston. Like, uh, Harvey's always nice. He's always treated me very well. Uh, I came down here. It was my birthday yesterday, so it's been nice to just kick it here and just chill out. Oh, well, happy birthday, man. I appreciate it. All right. Good deal. Good deal, man. So... The scene lately has been, seems to be on fire. It seems to be growing on daily. You got all this stuff going on. You got E-League and everything like that. What do you think uh, is, you know, what do you think is making it uh, blow up like this? Uh, I think for the most part, it's Street Fighter Five and the fact that uh, other companies are getting in, you know. So I feel like once one company gets in, you know, the rest of them are asking questions like, hey, what is the, what is this guy doing? Like, let's say like Echo Fox, for example. You yeah. know, like Rick Fox invests into esports. And then, you know, maybe the other top guys, maybe the other celebrities are looking at it like, hey, Rick, they call him up. What, what, what is this thing you're doing? What is this esports thing you're doing? So then they all get involved in it. So that's why everything is blowing up. So I'm pretty happy about it. Man, yeah, we're pretty, all pretty excited about it. Now, about yourself. You're not new to esports. You're actually like Street Fighter. Actually, wasn't your first your first gig, right? That you were into the other esport, like other games, competitively speaking, correct? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you were, uh, I believe, in Madden, correct? Yeah. So, what brought you over to the fighting game community, and uh, and you speak to like what made like what's the difference between those two kind of communities? Well, I played Madden when I was a kid because my uh, my brothers played it, so I just I just wanted to get good to beat them, yeah. and then I got really good, so I started going to tournaments for that. But uh, I found I found that I can invest uh, less time in fighting games than Madden. Because the way that I learned Madden, I, I had to break everything down. I had to know all the characters. I had to know all the entire roster of my team and who I'm up going up against. I had to know against the height of certain wide receivers, the height against certain defenders. It was way too much stuff that I really didn't want to you know pursue anymore. Yeah. But when I switched over to fighters, I just like how it was um, just one on one. This guy versus me versus this character, and then uh, you know there's a life bar. Whoever like kills the person first wins. So I, I like that aspect, and I don't have to invest as much time as I did in Madden. So that's probably why I switched over. Right. It's like they're asking you to be a GM, and an assistant coach, and a head coach all at once. Yeah. And the quarterback. Yeah. But yeah, man, definitely. That's that's one of the reasons I love Street Fighter. But uh, let me ask you a couple technical questions, man. How many hours a day do you think it takes? 
to really be a top level player? Like you practice, it's got to take a lot of practice, right? Uh, I think when you when you want to get the fundamentals down and everything, when you want to get like the knowledge of a game, when, when it first comes out, I think you need to invest a good like maybe like eight hours a day, treat it like a job. You know, you want to be the best at your job, you're gonna be at your job like nine to five, right? Yeah. So same for Street Fighter or any fighting game. Actually, you want to invest a good eight hours a day. You maybe just take off the weekends if you want. You don't have to because it's a video game. Maybe play only three or four hours on the weekends. But uh, you can just do. Eight hours a day, take the weekends off if you want to, and then just go back to grinding on a Monday. And I'm pretty sure, like, you'll be able to find a lot of stuff. But you got to ask the right questions, though. Right you can't on. just play eight hours a day, and it doesn't really mean anything if you're just playing eight hours a day. You do that, and then after you do, yeah, you do that, and then after you do that, you um, oh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, okay, yeah. So you play the eight hours a day, right? And then after you do that, make sure you ask the right questions because you can play a bunch of matches and just keep winning, but you don't know why you're winning. Yeah. Or in the same case, if you lose, you can lose a bunch of matches and you have no idea what you need to work on to fix like <laughs> that problem. So you always ask the top guys, you always ask the people that are better than you why you're losing or what they were doing like to exploit in the matchup and stuff like that. So I think a good eight hours a day and doing that, you'll be pretty good. Awesome, man. Awesome, man. Um, so I got to ask another technical question. We got another patch coming for Street Fighter Five coming out. They're going to update your girl, Cammy. Yeah. How's that going to change the meta with Cammy? Is it, is, you think she's going to uh, be stronger in the scene? Uh, she'll be stronger because they brought the DPs back, so it'll be a little bit better for that. They gave her, like, an air throw. Um, I think she's still going to be the same character. You know, right she's, like, of the top tiers, I think she's very strong. She's, like, probably top five in the game. But uh, she's one of the more honest top tiers, you know? Like, yes. the other top tiers where they can just pop V-Trigger and they can potentially win the whole game. Her neutral is just so strong. She's like the... Uh, she, she might be like one of the Fei Long, the Fei Long of the game. You yeah, know, when, yeah. Long, when when Yun and Yang was so cheap, but <laughs> Fei Long was really good. But nobody talked about Fei Long because Yun and Yang were so good. So right. I think she might be somewhere around there right now. So I got she'll you. Be, she'll be great. But yeah, it's that foot speed is a weapon. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right. Well, cool. Well, what's next for K. Brad? Where can we see you? Uh, uh, well, as soon as I go home, I got to fly to Australia for BAM, their premiere event out there. So I'm going to be in Australia this weekend coming up. International Man of Mystery. Yeah. Thanks a lot, K. Brad. Appreciate it. No problem, brother. All right. I am here with the one and the only, the legend, Justin Wong. How are you doing today, sir? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good in Houston. Tech Showdown. I wasn't here last year, so I had to make sure I come this year. So I'm here now. Yeah, we missed you last year, but it was a good event. And, well, you know, we're moving up. It's a lot bigger now. Um now you 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 travel a lot. You've been to a lot of different places. What are you seeing as far as like the whole trend with the tournament scenes, both local and national level tournaments? Uh, I mean, I, I've been playing for like 15 years, so seeing it from going from tournaments to like local arcades to college venues to now hotel venues, and like the production is so high. You have like uh, like big screens everywhere, casuals everywhere, sponsors everywhere. It's, it's a really big, crazy growth, and it's amazing. It's very amazing. That's awesome. Like you said, you've been around, you know, like 15 years back when it was like Super Turbo was the game, you know, back, you know, and like Third Strike and, and everything like that. Um, tell me about the level of competition, because I know you've been around, you, you know, your name has been out there for a long time, but now you have all these new players and new names like, like you know, Punk and Smug, you know, like 19... 20-year-olds, they're coming up. What's it like to have the, that level of competition just kind of rise rise to the occasion? It's No, the level of competition is, is very high now. It's awesome to have just because, like, 
you have more people interested in playing, right? More people interested in playing, more ways to look at the game differently. Back in the day, you didn't have, like, the internet, so, like, people keep their secrets to themselves in arcades because they want to be the best in arcades or the best in their area. So it's actually just just really insane how much change there, there has been in, like, the fighting game community. And, like, because of, like, the technology that we have these days, it's, it's just really awesome to see that people are so much more dedicated and motivated and to even like just grind as much as possible right on absolutely now that being said i know you've you've you know you've been one of the most elite players for a long time what do you do to keep to make sure that you're still on the top of the pile Uh, um it's hard like it's very hard now just because i guess everyone is just like on their stuff now they want to get better everyone so i would say like because they're getting better it forces me to to also try to get better as well so because of that you know i have to constantly be practicing watching videos uh watching uh, streams and just like studying matchups it's just never an ending process it's always going on like every day i, I wake up the first thing i do is go on eventhubs.com to see what's the latest news in the, in the fighting game world oh yeah absolutely that's a good source of uh good source of news and uh, you know you got to check it off and see what's going on who are the new names and like oh this new tech or whatever um so uh, so what is you know with the with this like the way that Street Fighter Five particularly is happening with these new seasons and like you almost have these landmark patches where the game updates itself, tiers shift, tech is different, things are removed, things are added. Um, what do you do to keep yourself abreast of all that, and, and how does that like how do you continually evolve with that, with all that? Well, because I played many fighting games uh, growing up. I played Dark Strike, CVS, Marvel 2, Super Turbo, KOF, Tekken, and so forth, so on, so on, that it, I don't mind that there's updates or patches because, you know, I'm used to it. I'm used to just trying something out different. I'm used to seeing the positives of, of, of characters. I'm, see, I'm used to seeing, like, how this character got nerfed or how this character got better and how the game got different, how the mechanics changed. So me just playing a new version of Street Fighter... I feel like all you have to do is just kind of just look at the game differently. You can't play the same. Like, if you're a Ken player and you play Ken for all your life and you're like, the way you play Ken is this version, like, and as a new one, it's completely different. You can't just be like, well, I can't play the game anymore. You just have to adapt and see what makes the character actually tick in this version and what makes them viable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. you got to evolve with the, with the game. Now, um, on the horizon, coming up, there's, there's going to be some new games coming out. Um, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite's coming out. Um, I know we've only, we've only seen just little glimpses of the game, but do you have kind of your thoughts on, on, on how that's going to turn out? Are you excited for it? Uh, I'm always going to be excited for Marvel games just because like that's kind of like where I grew up from. So um, I, I play like every version of Marvel ever, like X-Men Street Fighter, Marvel Super Street Fighter, Marvel 1, 2, 3, Ultimate, TVC. So... Uh, when Marvel Infinite comes out, I'm, it's not going to be any different where I'm going to be putting a lot of effort into it and just, like, trying to, like, figure out what's, like, the best synergy for me, what's the best teams, what's the best combos, the best uh, strategy. Like, it's going to be there, and, and I know everyone else is going to be really excited, too, so it's going to be really awesome to see. Yeah, definitely looking forward to it. Um, do you like, you know, do you see, like, the, the new two, two like, we're, they're going back to the two-on-two tag format. That's something, like, it's kind of a throwback from those... You know, X Men, you know, versus Street Fighter days. Is that pretty exciting? Um, I w- Almost nostalgic. I would say like every Marvel game is always different. 
Okay. They're never, like, the same. Like, you might have, like, similar characters, but they're never the same. So because they're never the same, it's always going to be, like, interesting in that regard, right? Where, like, you just have to, like, learn... You, you can't look at the game as another Marvel game. You just have to look at it as a brand new fighting game that just has Marvel characters in it. And that's, like, the best way to look at it. Because if you go in there looking like, oh, yeah, I'm going to play the way how I played Marvel 3 or Marvel 2 you won't get the same results you have. Yeah, very true. Very true. Well, awesome. Thanks. So, what's big on the horizon for you? Um, what's what's next? What's coming out uh, uh, for you in the future as far as events um, where we can we can, pra- we can track you? Uh, next event I'll be will be uh, for tournaments will be Toryuken and Combo Breaker the, in this month of May and CEO in June, Evo in July. Um, I actually have a really packed schedule so I'm not going to be stopping anytime so you'll see me on many streams um, in the near future awesome just so on never stopping last question i have um i know that the with the scene evolving and everything you got these new sponsorships you have teams you know you, you've just been moving out and around i know right now you're you're sponsored with echo fox what's that like being part of like these organizations uh um, what is that like what does that mean to you it, it, it's crazy because back in the day when it comes to getting out to events, it was the, it came out from my pocket. It came out from my prize money that I won from the prior event. So now that teams are here to support you, to bring you to these events so you don't have to worry about having to break even or having to, I need to win this tournament to, to keep going to the next tournament. It it's definitely takes a, lot of, uh, it takes, it takes a lot off your shoulders. So we're very grateful for that. And I'm just happy that to see that not just the, the, the top one percent is being sponsored it's actually probably like the top like 10 percent which is really good so seeing a lot of players out there so you can see different matchups and different just like engagements it's it's amazing so that's kind of like what you want to look forward to is like you if you want to get yourself out there and try to get a sponsor you got to really invest your your time and your money first you can't just be like oh i'm sponsored now like you (laughs) have to like work for it yes absolutely yeah hard work pays off yeah all right Final question. This is a personal one. You travel everywhere. Where's the best places to visit? Like, what, uh, what makes a good visit? Tokyo, Japan. Tokyo, no, Japan. Absolutely. Japan, if you're a gamer, you always want to go to Japan just because, like, anime, games, arcades, uh, just the, the culture is pretty much what we breathe. Yeah, so, absolutely. Shout out to Angry, who just got back from Japan. Yeah, All right. so I would definitely say Tokyo, Japan is definitely the first place to ever go. All right, awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. It was great to watch you play. We're looking forward to your future streams, man. Thank you. Thank you. Well, there you have it. I hope you enjoyed this series of interviews from Texas Showdown 2017. Thanks again, and big shout-out to everyone who sat down and answered questions for us to make all this possible. I have to tell you, being at Texas Showdown 2017 was quite an experience. Just being a part of it all and watching these amazing matches go on, seeing all the talent, listening to the cheers and the excitement go on, uh, it was it was really something special. If you haven't gone to a, an event like this, either locally or nationally, you definitely owe it to yourself to get out to one if you're a fan of the fighting games. I know I'll be back for Texas Showdown 2018. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, until next time, we are going to get angry back on this podcast and we are going to break down your favorite fighting games, give you that technology and give you the interviews that you guys really want. All right. Until the next challenge. Don't be mad at me. 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 Don't be 
mad at me, mad at me. You know we keep it cooler, keep it clean, cold and cooler. Don't be mad at me, mad at me. Oh, we diving through ya like a squad of scoopers. Don't be mad at me, mad at me. Falling like a hoopin', you hoopin' like a hula.